Xin chào and uh, welcome to Vietnam Soling. This is our episode one. Uh, as we promised before, today we have a really special guest, and I'm also joined by my lovely co-host Queen. How are you doing, Queen? It's a big week coming, right? It is. I'm doing great. So happy to hear today. It's really like you say. It's a big week here, and uh, we want to take the chance uh, to say happy holiday to our listener. Since you know it's the season of giving, so we want to take this chance to let's bow the hustle and giving out two cents to mental health times. The good news is that we have a really special guest, and she's a good friend of mine. Uh, her name is Mayaha, and she's currently residing in Vancouver right now. And um, we're so blessed to have her to joining us today for our special occasions. So yeah, Maya, can you tell us about you, yourself, your background, and how's the lockdown situation going in uh, in Vancouver, um, in Vancouver right now? So uh, yeah, Maya, um, Hi, I said you wait. Yeah, and uh, I'm doing a BCom program. Now I'm a fourth year student. Um, so last semester I took an entrepreneurship specialization. And this semester I moved from Victoria to Vancouver to take a co-op job in the tax office. And um, yeah, by the weather in Vancouver right now, it's, um, it's like sunny in the morning, um, rainy in the afternoon. And um, it's like um, a bit chilly, so... Oh my god, that sounds so nice compared to here in Toronto. Yeah, I'm jealous. Mm -hmm. ah, I don't know about you, but not gonna lie, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so um, I feel like um, talking to Kylie, I know like I feel like um, the situation in Vancouver is not as much intense as it is like intensive as it is in Ontario because oh, yeah? like um, yeah we're still able to hang out but like with the core bubbles only oh, that's cool that's cool you know like not to mention and, that you have to get that kind of balance between uh, studying and working and seeing your friends at the same time right like how could you handle mm -hmm. how could you like find the balance uh, among those things how I balance it out uh basically studying I have to spend time alone it's really yeah. stressful when you only can check up with yourself and and also working um chatting you know have some like colleagues to chat, chat with like um yeah and uh, about social activity and then friends like that um still keep my core bubble um yeah hang out with them and time alone i do some exercising just oh. like um to boost myself off the energy levels like pretty much like often so freaking like low <laughs> and i try to like exercising maybe sometime like during the uh just zoom class for example i feel so sleepy because i have like mm -hmm. no one to like beside me talk to for example like you know in class we can have a little chit chat uh, with each other in class but like now it's like on zoom everyone's on mute um the prof is on the screen only mm -hmm. and sometimes i just like um lifting my dumbbell while i'm like studying <laughs> yeah, just, like, like, imagine see like i graduated personally i graduated like a few months ago so i mm -hmm. did not have to attend any zoom class uh mm -hmm. Yes, but I couldn't imagine. I never could focus on, you know, the 
online classes. It's such an um, interesting story to hear, Maya. And I'm so glad that you have a healthy and balanced diet, especially in these lockdown situations in the pandemic. And yeah, I feel related as a final year student right now. Uh, rewinding back to our story of mental health, I believe we all like recognize our like um, unbalance between work life and a side life. Uh, so I noticed some people talking about uh, imposter syndrome. Maya, can you tell us your perspective about that uh, topic about mental health and imposter syndrome? I could touch on that. Uh, pulling up like two. Uh, from a two perspective, the first one is I experienced my experience like finding a co-op job, uh, back in August, and uh, maybe later I can tell a little about like uh, experience like taking online courses when I took my first like specialization, which is like entrepreneurship. Um, yeah, so like about like a finding co-op job back in August twenty twenty, it was um honestly like, oh my gosh, like very tough for me. So like I I do the job search like in, on my UVic like side like learning emotion, and uh, like about like thirty forty percent of it is just like they have like Canadian fundings, which is that is like offered for um, firms and and they like those firms they want to like only hire Canadian students, so. Um, like me as an international student um the job position is like so limited to me mm-hmm. and uh had to keep looking applying but like except for those jobs which is like most of that is like very like um my level i feel like like the job description is like much but the because of like they offer like canadian fundings for canadian student only so i couldn't apply to those which is like so freaking stressful back in the day and I have to go beyond that, like, you know, using LinkedIn or like using like um, networking on my own, uh, attending a conference, like to reach out to more people and then to reach out to more like opportunities out there like to have like a co-op job. And the whole situation is so crazy uh, during those like uh, one or two months. Uh, it's, it's uh, to be honest, like literally very stressful. <laughs> But yeah, I, I feel the, the stress too as a final year student. But like you have been, I'm here for only a year, and I'm I'm sorry, I'm quite impressed. Um, and I yeah, I totally feel the stress. So can you tell me how you deal with the rejections? I I could see that yeah, we need to accept rejections as much as we don't like it. And um, have you ever feel self doubt and like uh, imposter syndrome at all? Um, back in like uh, October, that up, and so um, you know, right there, like, um, and then my supervisor like for a second, like, asked my supervisor, as asked my employer to like if he his firms want to take Canadian fundings, um, and then like you know, um, to offer like for Canadian students only at my school. So, um, you know, like, because, like, the tax office, like, for example, my tax office, like, they have, like, limited positions. So, like, my employer had to decline that offer and tell her, like, uh, no, we, we, we don't really need those Canadian fundings. Like, we already have enough employers to hire. And so, she, he could not, like, receive the offer and take in. And, yeah, so maybe that's, like, a clue to back it up. 
um, saying um, lots of firm like they when once they receive the Canadian funding, they have to they can pay less for like um, the co-op student, and the logic here is like it's it's so beneficial for those firms um, to hire to pick student, and now that they um they receive the funding um the chances for international student also like even more limited yeah and um mm -hmm. yeah i know right totally feels the stress uh queen do you have any questions more for our guests oh wow i, I was that's <laughs> so inspirational like i mean like in like like being you know an international student and uh, you know get into that competitions when especially as you stress about the the canadian funding set for canadian student and uh, like how do you i i just i wonder how it the competition is like like in compared to your classmate who also uh, also are the canadian student and how do you as international as we at vietnamese international student coming here and um, how would you like find your how to say uh your advantage um uh, over them like how would you like um impress your employer um yeah what do you bring to table uh basically is a difference in um the different perspective and what like on your resume what have you done mm -hmm. and um also i find like um um back in the day i have an interview with like a company which i say they don't offer the accounting positions that i wish um to have they have like a marketing or administrative uh, like position and um having like an interview with them i and and also like i didn't have that one but i was like uh in the top like three candidates like uh for the final interviews and they told me like um well, like because I, I show my inspiration and like um, my motivation like to get in the firm to work for them and like showing how energetic I am how, how eager and excited I am to like try them so that's like the thing that I wish like to see in the candidates and the people they want to work it work with so yeah the matching with the company um, culture is a big thing and that's like what you want to look at and pretty much like have to show them about uh, that one uh, when you look for a job it's like you keep looking and you're seeking advice from others and um, have to realize that you are not the only one who's suffering um, so everyone else like suffering the same but like in different levels and the more you try the more you advance in your job search um, journey and so um, I also one tip I have with my friends which is like very funny it's like changed my mindset um, when I was like almost like so devastated looking for a job it's like he told me uh, to do restressing the goal restressing the goal by instead like of saying like okay so I need uh, I need to get the uh, like co-op position like um, in two weeks for example so instead of saying that um, you keep like have to keep like the thought of like thinking also now my aim is like to get um, at least like five interview rejections for example so it's push you to see like okay the interview rejection is not so bad and like 
you um, would like offer a chance to have an interview with them is like um, already an, an equipment already. So that is like keep me positive and want to collect more interview with them. And even the fail ones, like the fails one is always like uh, be counted. So you don't feel like down completely. And yeah, always like asking for their feedback because um, employer uh, who like uh, interview you, they're very nice and um, they can show you what you can improve on. Oh my God. I love that positive. Um, yeah. Positive expressions. Um, it's always good to have positivity around you. And I'm so sorry to hear that you have your issues with like Canadian funding with like domestic Canadian students uh, job. But on the other side, I'm so joyful that you have such a great opportunity to study at, uh, at UVic and also have a co-op term upcoming next year. Um, yeah, I feel so blessed uh, about that. And uh, coming to the end of our podcast, I have a very signature questions that we ask every guest coming to our podcast. So our question is, if you have um, to choose one Vietnamese signature dish to eat for the, for the rest of your life, what would that be and, and why? So, uh, tough one. Um, well, like, um, bánh chưng. <laughs> Yeah, that wow. <laughs> we didn't oh, yeah. expect um, that. Yes, this is that signature dish of state holiday. That's awesome, Maya. <laughs> I feel so liberated. And uh, yeah, just want to remind to just want to uh, again about how she deal with uh, the restrictions during the lockdown and how she's dealing with the being, you know, losing motivation during this time. Uh, First of all, that uh, keep always looking and seeking for advice from others as we all dealing with the same situation right now. Um, the second one is always um, refreshing the goal. Thank you so much for the summary. <laughs> yeah, pretty much that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, with that coming, we're coming to an end of our podcast. Uh, do you have something to say to our listeners, Queen? Yeah, uh, it's such a great chance to talk with Maya today. I think I learned a lot from her. At the end of our show, I just want to say happy holiday, Maya. And yeah. and happy new year. <laughs> it's a new great mm-hmm. new year coming. And I hope you get more success and uh, uh, with uh, your great plans coming. Uh, I guarantee it will be a great start. Hustling my way to 2021. So... Yeah. Don't forget to subscribe and listen to our next podcast. Thank you, Ma. Thank you for coming to our show today.